Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and we're back from the international break to talk about Man United's 2-1 win at home to Brighton in the Premier League. Um, good win, good win. Um, not, not a great performance overall, better in the second half certainly. Uh, it's just it's just all so many of the same kind of problems that I've I've talked about before. Um, you know the slow backward sidewards passing, the just I, I I don't know. It was interesting at certain points to see the way that Brighton played football because there was a lot of times in this game where we got the ball and we were just so slow with it, like so so slow with it. And then Brighton won the won the ball back, and they started pinging it about, and you know, tr- trying to get that ball forward, which is a normal thing for a football team to do. Um, I thought the selection for today was alright. Of course, I've got my problems with Lindelof and Maguire. I'll get into them in a minute. But uh, Pogba and Fred, cool. Um, Greenwood, Fernandez, Rashford. Of course, we'd like Greenwood to play as a number nine, which he did later on. But uh, he started on the right wing, Rashford on the left. Uh, Rashford clearly not fit um, by the end of this game. Uh, scored a good goal, you know, give give him credit where credit's due. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was brought with the England team. Like, Gareth Southgate chose him for the England team, and then he just didn't play at all. So, I, d- I don't know why you'd want to bring an injured player with you for for the for just for two weeks' worth of games. But anyway, that was what happened. So, uh, but he's back. Um, yeah, he. I don't think he went onto the bench when, uh, when we took him off. He went straight down the... Um, tunnel or whatever so clearly not quite match fit um i wonder if it's just an ongoing injury that he's still got so i don't know but he scored anyway he he did all right today he made a few very strange decisions but he was fine overall rashford um it's just this issue that we've got with like and i I feel like a parrot for um saying this almost every game but if it keeps happening then i'm gonna keep mentioning it there was a point in the play today where Lindelof got the ball, he passed it to Maguire. He passed it back to Lindelof, he passed it back to Maguire, and then he passed it back to Lindelof. They made four passes back and forth between them in our in, in, in front of our penalty area. And by the time we'd done that and mucked about, Brighton were back in position. We, we tend to, and that leads to one of our biggest I mean, there's a lot of problems with with the team and the way that we play. It brings us to one of our pacing problems in terms of our football. Because by the time we've like, oh, I don't know who's going to get the ball and take it forward. And it, there, there seems to be no sort of... Like, Lindelof's got the ball or something and he goes, oh, I don't know what to do with it. I'll give it to Maguire. And then Maguire goes, oh, I, I, I don't know what to do with it either. Could pass it to Luke on, on the left, Luke Shaw. Could pass it back to Lindelof. Alright, I'll do that see what he does with it. There's still just such a big lack of responsibility within this team. Of like, okay, you've got the ball. You play for Manchester United. Do something with it. Instead of just like a pass the parcel sort of thing. Or not pass the parcel. Like a hot potato. Deal with the potato. Don't pass it to somebody else. The potato being the football, I suppose, in this situation. Um, It's not just them two that do it. I'm not just picking on Lindelof and Maguire that do it. Fred's done it in this game. Pogba did it in this game. Luke Shaw did it in this game. Wan-Bissaka. It's usually that back six. Um, if you if you want to sort of call it that, because once we get the ball past Fred to like a Bruno or Rashford or somebody, it tends to happen a lot less. 
So, yeah, I mean, I do notice certain passages of play sometimes when Rashford's got the ball, he'll give it backwards to Shaw, and then Maguire will happen to be next to him. So you've passed to your left winger all the way to your centre-back. That can tend to happen as well. But, uh, yeah, it's just like... It's gone to a point with watching this type of football where I don't get angry or upset about it anymore. Uh, I mean, I sort of throw my arms a bit if, you know, if, if the team's doing silly backwards passing or whatever... It's, you know when you're past that point of being angry or sad at something, you, you, you're just disappointed that it's still happening. Um, that's just how I kind of feel about the football that we're playing. I mean, great, you know, we won 2-1, we certainly picked up better in the second half. It was certainly a lot better, or a lot quicker with the football. But why can't we do that over 90 minutes? Because then if you get that, if you get those two goals earlier... You can get the job done earlier. Then you can put more of the pressure on, on pressure uh, or uh, pressure, pressure. Sorry, onto uh, onto Brighton uh, instead of doing instead of doing this. It just feels like among the team, among you know the manager and the coaching staff, that that, that there's a nervousness to go for it because like, oh, what if what if we can see the goal? But then if you go into a game too nervous, you end up going one nil down anyway, like we did today. So it's like there's there's just uh, among the the choices that the manager makes, the choices that the players make on the pitch, the st- type of football that we play, and the coaching, there just seems to be this lack of responsibility and this nervousness about the team, and uh, I don't like it. Don't like it at all. It 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 doesn't help us out, and it's not good to watch. It's not so. Uh, but anyway, they scored their first goal. Welbeck, of course, of course, an ex-Manchester United player scored against us. Uh, just for those of you that might be wondering, I don't rate Danny Welbeck at all. I think he was awful when he left Manchester United. Um, he just kept like slipping. He, he ended up with the same problem that Lukaku had, which is that he couldn't control the ball. And then Lukaku went to Inter and started scoring loads of goals. And Welbeck went to Br- no, he went to Arsenal actually. And his career went in a, in a bit of a different path. I think he played for Watford at one point. Now he's at Brighton. But uh, yeah, he's had, he's had a bit of a rocky career. Um, well back. But he scored today. So there was that. So that went us. Uh, that was us going 1-0 down at half time. Uh, second half. Uh, Bruno Fernandes plays the ball through to Rashford. Very good goal. Bit of a mistake by Brighton to, to give us that goal. Um, but uh, it's it's a bit difficult to kick the ball like that at that angle because he's done it with sort of the inside of his right foot and sort of like not curled it round but sort of shifted his body a little bit. It's uh, it's difficult to kick the ball that way. I know because I have kicked footballs many times and it's just I mean it's obvious to see when you actually see a player do it because the ball's a little bit more on your left. You've got to sort of shift your body a little bit. So yeah, uh, good finish from him. Rashford again still clearly not quite fit. Um, will he play on the Thursday? Will he play again the Sunday after that? Because we've got the Thursday-Sunday uh, rotation happening at the moment. So uh, it's just a case of how many how many games will Rashford play until he gets badly injured. Because so, I was thinking myself that, okay, he didn't play in the England team. He was brought with the England team, but he didn't play. So given that he technically had two weeks off, is he back fresh and ready? I mean, he scored today as a good sign, but... It's just, it's things like that where, okay, surely they did a fitness test. Did Rashford clear that? Um, if he kind of did or didn't or, or whatever, just use more of your squad. Don't be afraid to use the likes of Dan James or Diallo or, or whoever. That's why you have other footballers in your team so that you can use them. But uh, anyway, he scored. And then um, Rashford came off after that for Dan James. So the first subs. So the first sub, uh, 72 minutes. Not bad, not bad. 
Um, maybe it's because Rashford was injured and Ollie saw it and actually took him off. Um, we'll see if that gets repeated on Thursday. Because, uh, like I said before the international break, that happens three times, I think. Or at least twice. Um, so, yeah, Dan James came on for Rashford. And then in the 82nd minute, in classic, classic Ole Gunnar Solskjaer style, Donny van der Beek gets subbed on for Manchester United. Good to see him on the pitch. He looked all right. Um, but eight minutes is just not enough to really give an impact for a game. Um, you want to be making all your subs by... Um, how, when do you want to do your subs? In between the 70th and 75th minute. If you're bringing a player on after the 75th minute, it's just a bit too late. So the Dan, the Dan James one for Rashford was 72 minutes, which gives Dan James about 18 minutes, which is which is fine. Again, still could be better. Still could maybe be the 60th minute or so. But uh, that was better. But yeah, in classic Ole Gunnar Solskjaer style, Donny van der Beek comes on uh, on the pitch. 82 minutes gone. Cavani was subbed off. Uh, and then Greenwood scored his goal, made it 2-1 to Manchester United. Uh, bit of a sort of double assist. Uh, Pogba with this sort of half cross, half shot sort of thing. Put the ball in the box. Greenwood with a header. And uh, it was technically a known goal. But um, But yeah. So that that made it two one, and then that was the the game pretty much. Um, in terms of other events within the game, um, I believe it was Danny Welbeck, no Maguire on Danny Welbeck, wasn't it? The penalty, the potential penalty. Um, I thought it possibly was a penalty. You would have have to have sent sent Maguire off because it's last man. I'm pretty sure you'd have had to send him off. Um, but uh, yeah, I I thought that was possibly. A penalty and I thought oh that's going to be 2-1 and that kind of thing so but no just at, just at too many different points today we made Brighton look like a good team uh, and I'm not putting them down but they're Brighton you know um, where are they in the league let me just have a quick little look standings Premier League uh, they're 16th so they're kind of relegation candidates although they're a bit clear a little bit clear of relegation still could happen but uh, a little bit clearer of that um, and of course they've just lost the game so, yeah, we made Brighton look better than what we should have today. And uh, that's a bit disappointing. So, that's pretty much my thoughts on the game. I'm sure I'll get into some other things during the player ratings. Because I think that's pretty much it. Um, oh, no, one other thing I want to talk about. There's this talk about, um, you know, Haaland was spotted in, I believe it was Barcelona, with his with his dad or something. Um, and with, uh, I think it's Mino Raiola, the, the agent who is really bad in that. Um, he was spotted in Barcelona. Man, Man United won't be signing Haaland. Just, 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 just to make that clear, because that would cost between 150 million to 200 million. Now, if we're not going to pay 120 million for Sancho, why are we going to pay 150 for Haaland? Um, the other issue with that is um, talking about number nines and strikers and things. Uh, Cavani was up front today. Good to see him back in the team. He was uh, out for a little bit, wasn't he, with an injury? Not sure what the injury was, but he's back now anyway. Um, Cavani just starved of uh, of service today in this team. Um, and then obviously, you know, <laughs> Greenwood gets put in the number nine slot after uh, Cavani came off, and then he scored. But that's that's that's, that's good. But uh, it's uh, there's been this talk within Manchester United for a while about okay, we played Lukaku up front, couldn't really get him service. Then we played Martial up front, couldn't really get him service. Then we started playing Greenwood and or um, Cavani up front can't really get them service so why would i mean i kind of agree with the argument about okay if we let's say just hypothetically we signed harland 
why would that make that situation any different? Because you've got to sort out the midfield behind the player who are going to give the ball to him, whoever it is, whether it's Cavani, Greenwood, Haaland, hypothetically, or whatever, that's not going to necessarily change that situation. So uh, I I am still disappointed in the performance just because it was so slow and lackluster today. But uh, it did improve in the second half and uh, we come away with a 2-1 win. So uh, let's go into a little bit of housekeeping and then I will uh, get into player ratings. See you for all that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Walking Dead's still going for its third half of season 10, the bonus episodes. We've got one more episode, which will be this upcoming week's episode. Uh, But last week's episode, season 10, episode 21, uh, widely considered the worst episode of The Walking Dead, uh, the Carol Darrell episode. Uh, Not really any type of spoilers, but basically the episode was Carol was making soup and Darrell fixed his bike. That was all that happened in the episode and I promise you that's not any sort of spoilers. Um, so yeah, widely considered as the worst episode of the show. So me and David talked about that. Season 10, episode 21. Uh, and we'll be back for episode 22 of season 10. Which is the Here's Negan one. The, the highly anticipated episode. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to discuss Here's Negan. So uh, look out for that uh, next week. Or on Wednesday. Uh, Gaming Talk this week. Uh, episode 251 in the post-250 era I suppose. Uh, talked about the Cyberpunk 2077 patch. And it's enormous if you've got... 
some length of time to go and read that you can it's on the cyberpunk website or whatever but uh, we talked about some of the main changes the police system in the game that's changed uh, me and robert have not been able to check out the game since the patch so we don't give our impressions just a sort of discussion about the patch actually coming out and that sort of thing uh, some big updates for the playstation store uh, at some point soon you should have um we should have an email now if you're signed up to psn or if you've got a playstation account uh, the PS3, Vita and PSP stores are all going to be closing at slightly different dates but they are going to be closing within the next couple of months so we talked about that and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Uh did a must-see review which I believe was last week for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League or the Snyder Cut. You can watch it on HBO Max in the US and uh, Sky Cinema in the UK on Now TV. Uh did a must-see review for... Uh, uh, I was going to say Tenant for some reason. Uh, Servant, which is on Apple TV+, Plus, the first and second seasons, gave that a must-see review. And you can watch those uh, first and second seasons. It's been renewed for a third one as well. Uh, you can watch those seasons on Apple TV+, Plus, which I also recommend that you get. Uh, don't skip review for The Flight Atten- Attendant, which has also been renewed for a second season. The Kaylee Koku Show, uh, she was on Big Bang Theory. She voices Harley Quinn in the animated TV show and has done some other things. Uh, did my Don't Skip review for The Flight Attendant Season 1. That's also on HBO Max in the UK. But it's on the entertainment uh, subscription thing for Now TV in the UK, so you can go and watch those. And uh, yeah, that's mainly what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. I uh, just let some of you know it is Entertainment Talk's fifth anniversary on Tuesday. That's Tuesday, the sixth of April, this upcoming Tuesday. So in a couple of days' time, and there will be a bunch of content released on that day to celebrate five years of Entertainment Talk. So thank you to everybody who supports Entertainment Talk. It's much appreciated. Uh, but look out for those on Tuesdays. Um, so yeah, there's that, and you'll be able to dis- listen to all those things on Tuesday. So there's that. Uh, let's get into player ratings. Dean Henderson. Uh, Dean Henderson. I'm gonna give him a five. Uh, letting a goal. He dropped a ball from the cross, from across from a corner. Just didn't quite look up to par today. I don't particularly think. Uh, there's some talk at the moment. You like if we let. Um, David De Gea go in the summer transfer window. Keep Henderson as number one. I guess his, his kit number would probably change as well, I'm guessing, because he's number 26. Not that that really matters, but I'm guessing that his kit number would change. If that was to happen, and then we'd probably get a new second goalkeeper. I don't think that Dean Henderson is ready for that yet. He looks good at certain points. I just think he needs some more time. Um, I think we should do with him what we did with Romero last season, which is when we... You know, it depends if we get Champions League or Europa League football next season. Uh, we're looking like we'll get Champions League football because we're still in top four, but let's, let's see what happens. Um, there's some talk about, like, should we use Romero, uh, Henderson in the same way that you will use Romero? So, like, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, not necessarily Champions League, but if we are in Europa League at some point next season. Uh, use him for those games and then use De Gea for the Premier League games. I'd be interested in trying that experiment for the, for next season because uh, it's a bit late to do it now for for this season because uh, we've not got many games left. But um, I think that would be a decent way to approach things. I think that worked all right with Romero and and De Gea themselves. Um, so we'll we'll see. But I'm going to give him a five. I thought he was slightly below average today. Uh, one Pesaka, I'm going to give him a three. Uh, I thought he was at fault for the first goal. Uh, him and Lindelof because uh, Lind- Lindelof just didn't get the ball. The ball's gone above his head. He needs to like avoid that happening i'm not sure where Maguire was to be honest so yeah but the main two culprits i would say for the goal are uh Wan-Bissaka, who was on the uh on, on welbeck or not on him really because he because he scored um 
But uh, yeah, he's what well, one Bissaka's positional sense there was was not very good. I don't think he played very well attacking wise. I think it's just time for a bit of squad rotation. We'll never. I I said this. I think on well, it wouldn't have been last week, would it? A podcast a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember which game I said it in. We will never know how good Brandon Williams is until we actually put him on the pitch and play football. We will never know how good he is. And it's not very useful to just think of Brandon Williams as like, oh, if wan is injured or suspended, then use Brandon Williams. No, you've got to like, wan is out of form, at least for me, in my opinion at the moment. He's out of form. You've got to just rotate him, give give Brandon Williams a chance. Because if you, if you stick to that and you keep playing a player who's out of form, and then you never give the new young player, or not new, uh, if you give the young player in Williams never give him a chance we'll never know how good Brandon Williams is and then if we do that for this season and next season Brandon Williams will probably leave the football club because um, any time I think about potential of young players in this team so like Diallo Van der Beek still relatively young not as young as those guys but uh, still relatively young and Brandon Williams um, the same thing happened to Angel Gomez Angel Gomez did not get chances in the team because Lingard and Pereira were being picked in front of them bit, bit of a different time but still and then got to the end of the, it got to the summer and Gomez probably thought well why should I sign a new contract and he left the club he's gone somewhere else and he scored a couple of good goals you've got to avoid that situation happening because what if the same thing happens with not necessarily Diallo he's like just joined but what if the same thing happens with Williams we get like you know end of this season end of next season he still isn't being given a chance Fair enough, leave leave the club. If you're not being given a chance, you're just wasting your career here. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll never know how good he is until we give him a run of games. It's no good sort of like chipping him in here and there, you know, when when Wan-Bissaka's tight, uh, injured or suspended. That's not good good enough. Um, that's just a whole, that's just my Ollie problem with, with squad rotation, which is that he doesn't do that. So, anyway... Uh, Lindelof, I'm going to give him a 2. I thought he was poor, aside from the mistake that he made. Um, so, yeah, just he d- again, just didn't have a good game. I, I don't, when it gets to Lindelof and Maguire, I know it's become a bit of a theme on this podcast. I just don't want to keep repeating myself, because they just keep making the same mistakes, so I keep saying the same things. So, you, you, we, we all, I think, I feel like as, as a fan base, not just those of you that listen to this, but even just within the fan base, I feel like we all are kind of on the same page with that. Like, we, we all know. We all know. So we don't need to really talk about it. Um, we can be disappointed by it, certainly, because I feel like we all are. But um, it's like having the same conversation over and over again. Of like, oh, you know, they're slow. They're not good enough. Not good enough as a pair. We we we, we know that at this point. So I'm uh, going to give him a two. Maguire, I'm going to give him a four. I thought I do usually think that Maguire is slightly better than Lindelof. And I think that Lindelof holds Maguire back because when, uh, as I said, in that in that sort of December January period where Bailey played about five games in a row, shockingly three, four, maybe five games, M- Maguire was so much better because he had a better partner next to him. And um, do you know who's got to realise that? Doesn't matter if I do. Doesn't matter if you do, because we don't pick the team. So there we go. But uh, yeah, one Bissaka, three Lindelof, two, and Maguire a four. Um, Luke Shaw, I'm going to give him a 7 or an 8, maybe. 7.5, I guess, maybe. Uh, quite good again today. Uh, just held back by the defenders next to him. A um, little bit held back by Rashford. I've talked before about um, his partnership with Rashford on the left, which is usually very, very good. But unfortunately, he was held back by a 
injured, not quite fit Rashford today on the pitch who kept making poor decisions. Um, and that can make Shaw have a worse game because as I literally just said with McGuire and Lindelof, sometimes the partner that you're with on the pitch, like next to, or that you link up with play, if they're not doing well in the game, it's going to hold you back a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, but he, he had a good game. I'll give Luke Shaw an 8. My man of the match, Pogba, I'm going to give him a 9. I uh, thought we looked really good, creative. Did lose the ball a few times, um, but uh, I thought we looked great today, Pogba. And uh, we'll just have to see what happens with him in the uh, transfer window. I think a lot of our transfer window dealings are going to be based on okay if he goes and we get money for him because Pogba could leave for free I believe his contract is up in the summer I th I think so I don't know if it's got another year left on it or if it runs out this summer but uh, that would be a massive disaster if Pogba left for free because we paid was it 90 million 120 million or it it was probably 90 million but with big fees and we're talking about Mina Raiola here as well so yeah, uh, but I thought he had a, a pretty good game today. Uh, Fred, I thought Fred was good, did his job. Um, had a shot at one point as well, which got deflected, almost went in. Um, it's always interesting when Fred goes to shoot, certainly, because he shouldn't do it, because he's not really going to score. But I, I, there's this weird feeling that everyone's kind of got, and I kind of agree with. One day he'll probably score a screamer, and then never score again. <laughs> he's it, That will probably happen one day, and uh, it almost happened today. It almost did. I don't blame him for shooting from where he was. But again, I would just say to Fred, unless you're clean through one-on-one -on, -one on goal, don't shoot. Just just don't do it. <laughs> but uh, hey, he almost scored today. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to blame him for trying. Um, but again, as I've said about Fred's role in this team, he's not in this team to make long 40-yard killer passes. That's what Pogba's there to do. That's what Bruno's there to do. Win the ball, give it to one of those guys. Or sure, if he's next to or you know, whoever's next to, just win the ball, pass it to the nearest player, assuming they're in a good position, and then that's that is that is Fred's role. Uh, I saw him getting really stuck in today with 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 certain um, players and that because it's his tenacity uh, that's that's really good about Fred. Because where a lot of the criticism I hear about Fred is like, oh, he can't shoot, he can't make long passes. Well, no, he's not good at that. So he, he's his his thing in the team is to tackle, to get involved. Possible to somebody else, and then that's pretty much it. So, yeah, but uh, I'm going to give him a seven. I thought it was relatively good today. Uh, Greenwood uh, did score a good goal once he was moved to the number nine slot. Um, I'll give Greenwood a seven as well. I thought it was relatively good. Um, you know, bit 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 of an extra point for the for the goal as well. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Greenwood had a good game. He just he does look in his play. When he when he's playing, obviously, when he's trying to get himself down the right hand side and trying to play like a winger, he does look restricted because he's not a winger because he's a striker. Because what 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 you want Greenwood to be doing, getting the ball in and around the edge of the box or in the box and looking for that opportunity to shoot. Not not in the sort of poacher style that Cavani is, because Greenwood can do a bit more than that, but just sort of that like. Um, I don't know, get get the ball in the edge of the box and kind of make something happen. Whether it's passing to somebody or or or, or dribbling with the ball for a bit or or taking a shot off, uh, sorry, pulling a shot off. Um, that's that's what he's in the team to do. So when he's like trying to beat the left back and like get a cross in, he he just looks a bit restricted. But he's been told to play on the right wing, so that's what he's got to do, I suppose. So yeah, uh, Bruno Fernandez. Um, I'll give him a eight. I thought it was all right. Thought it was good today. Um, 
again looked better in the second half. I noticed on the in the second half he went to the left a lot of the time. I don't know what we did with the formation once we'd made all the changes, which I'll, I'll talk about in a second, the, the actual changes. I couldn't work out the formation, but I don't think we really had one <laughs> once that had sort of happened. So I, I don't know, but uh, I thought Bruno had a really, relatively good game. So uh, Rashford, I'll give him a... Uh, I'll give him a. I'll I'll, I'll be slightly generous because he's playing with an injury. I give him an average six. He he was all right. Few bad decisions here and there, but is that match fitness? Is it something else? Is it still fatigue? I I don't know. But uh, he did get subbed off eventually, which was good. But, but he probably shouldn't have started the game and uh, scored scored a very good goal. You need to give some uh, some credit for the good goal there. So yeah, Cavani. I don't know what to give Cavani. To be honest, he wasn't in this game at all because he didn't get given anything. Um, I guess I'll give him an average six because he do, he doesn't deserve a high score or a low score because he just didn't have a chance to do anything. So, um, it's a bit it's a bit like when a goalkeeper has a really really quiet game. It's like okay, he's not not made any mistakes, not made any really good saves. So if the, if a player just has no involvement in the game because the ball wasn't near them or they didn't have the ball, what do you give for ratings? You give an average six, don't you? I think. So, yeah, but, um, alright, let's have a quick look here in the, so, go to summary. So, yeah, James came on for Rashford, so obviously Rashford, uh, sorry, James was on the left in place of Rashford. Then Van der Beek came on for Cavani, that was when Greenwood moved to nine. I don't know where that puts Van der Beek. And then McTominay, yeah, came on for, uh, for Pogba uh, in the 84th minute. I don't know why, but that happened. Um, so he probably would have played in the same place that Pogba did, the box-to-box role. So I'm guessing there was like maybe a rotation on the right or some of of some kind. I did notice um, Bruno drifting to the left a lot. So maybe Bru- maybe Van der Beek was at ten, Pogba was in the middle with Fred, Greenwood was at nine, James was on the right, and Fernandez was on the left, which is is fine, I suppose. Um, again, it's the right winger problem because if you then shift James over to his natural position, which is the left. Who do you put on the right? Because if you put Greenwood on the right, who do you put up front? Because then there's then there's then no striker on the pitch. So I don't know, but uh, he did what he did with with the players that he had. But uh, regardless of all that, um, a two-one win. Happy about that. Which we, tr- we go to uh, Granada on Thursday. Let me just see if we play home or away first. Uh, we're playing away, so we're going to Granada. That's at 8 o'clock on Thursday, so I'll be back for that game. You know, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of the goalkeeper situation? What do you think of the situation with Pogba? Uh, what do you think of um, Greenwood being a bit restricted on the right-hand side? What do you think of Rashford's injury, fatigue, performance situation? What do you think of Rashford's situation? And uh, and the goals and uh, the two centre-backs. Let me know what you think. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter, etalk Twitter, eTalkUK, sorry, is a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Uh, you can find everything else that we do in the meantime on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast, which you're here for. Thanks for that. Uh, if you would like to support Entertainment Talk and the podcast, there's lots of different options. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can also use word of mouth and social media. Just simply tell people that you know to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to search for us on your favourite podcast platform and get subscribed. I uh, could do that. Uh, tell them to to go and, and look for our content. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, that kind of thing. Um, go and share the links as well. Uh, you can either share them, retweet them, or just post them on, on Facebook or Twitter or Facebook groups or wh- whatever you use these days. Uh, 
uh, just keep in mind that you can do that as well so that would be great uh, TV and film news if you want that uh, David's got you covered Geek Town Code AK Geek Town Radio uh, so check all that out on there um, Geek Town Radio is on Tuesdays have a look out for those so there will be a Geek Town Radio episode dropping on Entertainment Talks 5th anniversary so check that one out as well um, so there's that uh, Geek Town Radio yeah on Tuesdays Geek Town AK Geek Town sorry Code AK check all that out Beck Streams daily pretty much over on Twitch Trista Bites Trista BY T-E-S. Go and uh, give her a follow over on Twitch for some fun, interesting, different streams. And I stream fairly regularly on Twitch as well, eTalk UK. Go and follow me on there for all that. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on Thursday for Granada. And, uh, of course, on Tuesday for Entertainment Talks 5th Anniversary. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>